where's the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. Cheap, cheap, fun, fun. Spring is in the air and Dirt Cheap is in your neighborhood ready to deliver the perfect drinks to your doorstep. That's right. All of Dirt Cheap's convenient locations now offer delivery of their wide selections of beers, wines, and all the spirits you need. And if you're like me, nothing hits better in the springtime than a nice weeded bourbon. Ask the friendly staff at Dirt Cheap about their selection of weeders like Maker's Mark, Larceny, and so many others. Download the Dirt Cheap app and order curbside or delivery. Have fun, but be careful out there. It's time to feed the Tigers on the opening drive. This is the Morning Zoo on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by James Carlton of State Farm. Mention Mizzou to James when you request a quote, and he will donate $20 to Mizzou's preferred NIL on your behalf. CarltonInsurance.net. Every week we're getting a little bit better, and uh, you know, again, your confidence comes from your preparation. I think the way these guys have attacked practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays gives them a lot of confidence to execute. I think um, you know we go against a very good defense, and and uh, we get our good on good segments in, and, and it's a real battle each and every week. And I think our guys are starting to become more and more confident in, in the schemes. I think uh, Kirby's more and more confident in the, the players executing the schemes that he wants to call, and I think it's been good growth. That's Mizzou head coach Eli Drinkwitz, his team taking on LSU, the biggest game at Faroe Field in some time, Saturday morning at 11. And joining us now is the voice of the Mizzou Tigers on the Tiger Network. He works with Howard Richards every Saturday. It's our old friend Mike Kelly. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? Yeah, hold on. Wait. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Like, Jacksonville State came back from a huge deficit to beat Middle Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Randy. Oh, didn't... Oh, Michael, oh, what? Oh, my gosh. You did not forget about that, did you? Huh? I'm sorry. I'm having another car. Yeah. Can you believe they're one in five? I don't know if he's going to lose his job. Mike, no! Proud of you. Oh Very gosh. nice. Well done. Yeah, we appreciate it. And I don't even have a comeback. That's the thing. I, there's nothing I can say at this point either. You know, it's just, it's not good. Uh, Mike, we were. Uh, I got a lot of sleep last night. <laughs> Mike, I'm looking at this offense and, and what Kirby Moore is doing. They look more explosive. They seem to, to have a better understanding, a better grasp of what's going on. And Brady Cook has been playing extremely well. What have you seen from them uh, in comparison to last season. Wait, wait, wait. Can you say that last part one more time? What did you say about the quarterback? I said Brady Cook has been playing extremely well. What have you seen from them in comparison to – I'll give credit where credit is due. I, I like what he's been doing. I kind of have a long memory, as I just may have indicated. <laughs> and I remember the last time that I was on, there was – is Brady Cook really the guy? Well, that was not us. That was Coach Eli Drinkowitz that put or next to their names in the, in the book. <laughs> we didn't do that. Oh, you know what? Um, as he said, first of all, I, let's look. I sent this note to Randy earlier this week. I mean, Brady Cook last three, 74 of 101, 1,092 yards, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. Last 19 game or last the 11 games, 19 touchdowns. 63% completion, no interceptions. So um, he, he's playing at a high level, obviously. The offensive line, I think, is 
is is is getting him better. Uh, Missouri just added an analyst, a long time, thirty year plus. Um, former line coach J.B. Grimes, who was at Auburn for many years and was at Missouri, you know, back uh, under Warren Powers back in the early 80s. But uh, so, you know, how much of an influence is he having with Brandon Jones working with those guys? Um, you know, that remains to be seen. But I think the offensive line is getting better. I think the, the, the offense, I think overall is starting to understand, you know, things each and every week a little bit better. I mean, the emergence, what Luther Burden is doing, the the consistency in the run game, what Theo Weiss is doing now, um, you know, it's it, it's just, it continues to evolve. And I think that the good news is, is that it gets better each week, but, but there's so much more that they can improve on. I mean, like, for instance, up front, the offensive line has got to cut down on the number of penalties. Um, you know, and then, you know, you got to be able to execute too. You know, there, there are certain drive drive killing plays and penalties are one drop passes are another, you know, quarterback pressures, et cetera. Um, you know, I, I just think it's an offense that, that as the season has progressed, has played better and is getting confidence. And I know that's a long winded response to your question. I apologize for that. No, it, it, it made a lot of sense. Yeah. It sounds good. But you mentioned Luther Burden there, and he was able to surpass 100 yards again for in a game. And then you mentioned Theo Weiss Jr., and that was you know something else that I think people were wanting to see as we get into SEC play is if there would be another receiver that really emerges. What have you thought of Theo Weiss Jr.? And obviously he passed the century mark in that last one. Brooke, I think he's had more influence on the room that he's had on the football field so far. What I mean by that is that his influence, being a veteran player, having played, you know, at Oklahoma, having played with the likes like Ceedee Lamb, um, I think I think he's a guy that that brought a wealth of experience, has taught these guys, um, you know, little tweaks and nuances, has helped them in terms of preparation with film study and things like that has developed a bond with Luther that I think is, has, and I'd be interested to hear Luther, and I haven't had a chance to talk to him about that, but I'd, I'd be interested to hear Luther talk about the influence that, that Theo's had on Luther, not on the field, but off the field. Uh, Eli on Tuesday talked about Luther and, and, you know, if you eliminate the drama offside, outside the field, then, then the drama comes down on the field. And, you know, he talked about how Luther's, you know, preparing his body the right way now and how he's not eating Skittles all the time and how he's <laughs> nutrition is important and preparation and, and he dropped weight during the off season. And I'd be interested to know from Luther how much of an influence in that area Theo has had on him because um, we had Theo on, 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 on the show Tuesday night and, and he's just a really mature kid, um, you know, very humble um, and has, has, has really kind of come in and become a leader of that group off the field, which, you know, for a guy that's in his first year, I think that's that's pretty impressive. Mike Kelly, the voice of the Tigers with us on 101 ESPN. And Michael, uh, in a game like this, it can come down very easily to what are little things that turn into big things. Both of these teams are plus one in the turnover ratio. LSU is one of the least penalized teams in the country, and that's one thing that every week as I listen to you and Howard, uh, you, you talk about with Mizzou, is that they have to cut down on the penalties, and especially in a game like this, that's going to be key, isn't it? No, it's going to be huge. I mean, you know, penalties, uh, you know, Pinkle used to always call the turnover the great equalizer in, in, in college athletics, college sports, college football in particular. Um, that, that's huge. I mean, the impact that the crowd can make, um, you know, a sold-out crowd, 11 o'clock game, can they actually put down their 
their their beer and get into the uh, and get into the stadium before kickoff. Uh, I think that's a challenge for Missouri fans. Can they can they can they make the place as loud as they possibly can from start to finish? Uh, LSU had to take two timeouts last week at Ole Miss because they couldn't get set because of the crowd noise. Um, you know, so that's that's a way the crowd can impact it. But yeah, penalties are uh, they're just drive killers. Uh, and you know, last week it was more than seventy yards, I think, of field position. And so you got to be better in that regard. Uh, what does this this game mean for Eli Drinkwitz? It feels like it's one of the biggest games that we've seen uh, in his career up until this point. Do you feel that way for him as a as a head coach? No, I, I feel like it's a great opportunity. I feel like it's a it's it's it's, it's all right. So if if we're honest with ourselves, right? LSU is one of the historical national brands in our conference. Uh, four years removed from a national championship, um, coached by a guy who is has put together six consecutive ten win or more seasons, uh, going back to his days at Notre Dame. Um, it's a great opportunity to showcase to not only the rest of the league, but the country that, you know, Missouri is, 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 can, can play on the same stage. And I think that's, I think, I think that's, that's the thing that comes into play. Uh, Eli Drinkowitz is going to be the head coach of Missouri for years to come, unless somebody comes in and, and, and decides that they want to try to lure him somewhere else. Um, you know, his team has done what it's supposed to do through the first five games. Now, Again, I always like to use the phrase, if we're all being honest with ourselves, Missouri had to go 5-0 and to start the season because four of the next five games are against ranked opponents. And if you don't take care of business in this league, in six weeks you could be 5-5. Five and five. That's just the way, that's the reality in which we play every single week in the Southeastern Conference. So, And you don't know what the future holds in terms of penalty or in terms of injuries to keep players and things like that. So... Five and five was of the utmost importance. Five and five was the thing. Five, excuse me, five and zero oh was the utmost important. Five and zero oh was the thing that I heard from every single Missouri fan during the off season. Mm-hmm. You know, schedule came out. Oh man, we're going to be five and zero oh and hosting LSU. Okay, now you got it. You know, now you have a sold out stadium, back to back games sold out. That's great. But now you got to bring it, and then I'll, I'll be interested to see with an eleven a.m. kickoff. Uh, if they can, because historically, right, it, it, it says that sometimes 11 a.m. kickoff favors the visiting team because the home fans are a little groggy, a little tired, a little slow getting to the building. And can, can Missouri fans prove everybody wrong and, and, and be there, be there early and, and, and bring the heat from the get go? Obviously, offense always gets a lot of the credit, but what Blake Baker has been able to do with things defensively for Mizzou has been really impressive to me, especially with their front seven with Robinson and Hopper. What have you made of everything with Baker and his progression with defense? Uh, It still can be better. Um, You know, eighth in the country right now in terms of, you know, rush yards allowed. Um, Total offense ranked 29th in the country at 317, 89 in pass offense. I think they would tell you they've got to be better on the back end. Um, you know, as, as Eli said after the uh, after the win against Memphis, the biggest issue with Missouri's pass defense is they play man to man but don't cover people. Um, you know, uh, and again, an honest assessment, but um, can be better. Um, you know. Interceptions in each of the last three games have yet to force a fumble, though. Uh, so, you know that 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 maybe speaks a little bit. I think it's great that Chad Bailey's healthy now and that he's back at at, at linebacker with Tyron Hopper. Um, 
particularly in this game. I mean, I, you know, your defensive front in this game has to be really, really good, and you can't lose contain, and you've got to play assignment football because if Jaden Daniels senses just a little bit of an opening, I mean, he is through and into second level and into space before you can blink an eye, and, and in the open field, um, he is he's he's a He's got Brad Smith tendencies running the football. So you've got to be really, really good and, and, and fundamentally sound against, against LSU this weekend. Mike Kelly, you and Howard Richards and Chris Gervino and your entire crew do amazing work. We'll be tuned in on Saturday. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Enjoy it. And let's get another home win against LSU. Would be fun. Let's, uh, let's do it. Uh, you know, again, great, great that the, the place is sold out. And, uh, you know, from the time uh, pregame warmups begin, hopefully the, the crowd is enthusiastic and ready to go. Absolutely. Thank you, Michael. Hi, brother. See you. See you soon. Take care. That is the great Mike Kelly, the voice of the Tigers. And you can hear him on the Tiger Network on the Big 550 on Saturday morning at 11 o'clock.